0: So, is Tom Brady good enough to lead the offense? Yeah, he's a world-class quarterback, but he is a 42-year-old quarterback. 43. Oh, I'm sorry, 43. Ooh. Papa. Papa Tom,
1: bro. Papa Tom. <laughs> Whoa. From tip-off to buzzer beater.
0: Kick-off to Hail Mary. This
2: is Triple Overtime. Welcome back to another episode of Triple Overtime. Uh, it's your host this week, Tiago, alongside Tony and Cliff, per usual. Say what's up, fellas! What up? What up? Welcome to
0: Tampa, AB Boomin. Oof.
2: Oof. Oof. Wow! Really? Well, that's yeah. Th- there's yeah. There's we starting no, we starting uh, out
0: strong today. Yeah,
2: yeah. There, there's <laughs> there's nothing left to uh, nothing left to the imagination. Y'all know exactly what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, obviously, we are based in Tampa. We have a lot of Tampa news, or should I say Tampa Bay news. So you know what, fellas? Let's just get into the NFL. Let's do it. All right. So obviously, huge, huge signing in Tampa Bay. Boomin' is back. Uh, I, I want to start with Cliff since he's the poster boy for, uh, for AB and all things AB. Might as well be his agent. Uh, talk. To I mean, me, man. Quite what, how do you feel about this?
1: Uh, hold on, wow. You're gonna say all that. Let me, let me first. Of all, let me start off saying that I don't condone whatever else is happening off the field. With, I don't know what AB is doing off the field. <laughs> had, to, had to throw in a disclaimer. Yeah, because wow, you just you <laughs> just tried my yes. whole character. Hold yes. on. <laughs> but anyways, anyways, the best receiver. Look, y'all know how I feel about AB. especially receiver in the game. All right, you back. Business is booming. This is what Tom wanted. All Bill had to do was figure out a way to get AB back. He might, he might still be in in New England right now. That's the way it seemed uh, yeah, to me. I mean, I mean yes, yeah, that's
0: that's, <laughs> that's a fa- that's a fair assessment.
1: I, look, look, Bruce Ayers in Tampa Bay. They making it. They making it known that we're gonna do whatever time needs because we trying to win the Super Bowl. I think that's all Tom really wanted. To be honest, I don't know this is more about Tom than AB, but I think this is, I think this is, uh, this is
2: telling us a lot by saying a little in a way. Side point, real quick. How does that make Bruce look? Because didn't he say something else? Bruce just works there. there. Bruce just all works right, there. Yeah, hold
0: on, hold okay. on, time out, time out, time out, time out. Bruce is not the GM, y'all. That's Jason Light. Jason Light is the GM of the Bucks, all right? So, and I want you guys to realize that up until, I'd say probably this year, last year, I'd say last year. Let's talk last year. The person who drafted Jameis Winston is Jason Light. For years. I mean, a couple of years ago, they were talking about, you know, they were, HBO did the special, uh, Hard Knocks on the Bucks, and they were talking about Jameis's destiny is directly tied to Jason Light. So if Jameis is unsuccessful, that means Jason Light's unsuccessful. Obviously, now mm-hmm. we all live in the future as well. We can see that, that, that that's not necessarily true. However, mm-hmm. Jason Light realizes that he's got a 42 year old quarterback. Yeah, he's a world-class quarterback, but he is a 42-year-old quarterback. 43. Oh, I'm sorry, 43. Whew. Papa. Papa Tom, bro.
1: Papa Tom. <laughs> <Whoa>.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, man, he's going to be having grandkids soon. You know, I'm happy for him. He's golden years. Anyway, uh, but Jason Light understands that he's got a very short window. And that window is going to be absolutely, they're going all in all in on these next two years. They got they got Tom Brady on a two-year contract. They have to win a Super Bowl one of those two years.
2: Period. Agreement. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's that's true. Now that's the plan. But the only time that we've seen this kind of story play out, obviously, 2014-2015 with Peyton Manning, right? Um, it did work out for the Broncos, maybe not in the way everyone anticipated it to work out. It was a wild wild Brock Osweiler was involved. There's a whole lot of different caveats that, that uh, went with that story that I won't get into, obviously. But we all know the story. With Tampa doing what they're doing, and, and like you said, obviously it's all in at this point. The NFC is still very good. There are a lot of very good teams in the NFC. We're looking at an expanded playoff now. Uh, there's the The room for error is not very high. So do you guys think... Number one, that Tampa could get it done this year, and two, how big would it be if they were to do it? Because the Super Bowl is in Tampa this season, they would be the first team to accomplish that feat.
1: Um, I can't get ahead of myself. It's only it's week, what seven? Like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's we're too many. We got too many things. There's too many outside factors, especially with the pandemic still going on and injuries happening. I mean, this is NFL football. People go down all the time. I'm not saying I, I'm not hoping that, but. It's too many things to me, too many factors that we cannot call right now. And the NFC is looking official, very official. Mm-hmm. Maybe agreed. not the NFC South, but the NFC is looking very official.
0: Agreed. Agreed. All of that agreed. Are they the favorite? Uh, I, I, they have to be. They have to be the favorite right now. But I will say I, I definitely agree with Cliff. And, you know, I was you guys know my mom, you know, know she's a she's a huge NFL fan. And her and I talked about this today because she even she called me and said, hey, I know you guys are recording today. So uh, give me some of some background uh, on what you guys are going to talk about on the pod. So we talked about this very subject. And, you know, I I broke it down for her in a way that, you know, right now, Chris Godwin's injured. You know, he's a pro bowl wide receiver. So we go out and sign AB. Okay, so now you got Mike Evans, AB Godwin, when he comes back. We got Scotty Miller, who's Scotty Miller is not a household name. He's decent. He's you know he's he's a little quick dude. Plays the slot really well. Typically, it's it's a target that Tom Brady you know likes. Smaller, faster, you know, in and out of a cut's kind of wide receiver. So you know, pretty good running backs: LaShawn McCoy, Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones. Pretty stacked, yeah. We can agree with that,
2: yeah. Uh, yeah. And I would say, I mean, for
0: the most part. And I would say that defense is looking pretty stacked as well. I mean, we just lost Vita Vea, uh, our de- nose tackle, and we immediately trade the Ravens for one of their backup nose tackles just to put on rotation. So, mm. you know, it's, you know, all in all, it looks pretty good. OJ Howard gets injured for the rest of the season. Guess what? You still have Gronk and Cambray. That's pretty good. You know what we don't have depth at? Quarterback. So. Mm. Like what Cliff was saying, this is a race against the injury slash COVID. This is all this is. If we can keep both of those, both of those waves out of Tampa, there's, it's hard to argue that they won't win a
2: Super Bowl. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah that's- okay, well, let me ask you this. Now, Tampa has a history of allowing one team and one team alone to beat Tampa when they're at their best. And that team is Tampa. They usually beat themselves. They have a history of doing that. Tom being here hasn't changed that, as we've seen. I think they're the fourth or fifth most penalized team in the league right now. Um, with that said, is that an issue on top of everything? Which might, you know, we we many have said, and and we've agreed as well that this past season for the NBA might have been one of the toughest because of COVID and all the surrounding factors. The NFL, it's just going to be a lot harder. It's no bubble. You have all of these factors, and then on top of that, while the Bucks are maturing, they're still a highly undisciplined team. Is that something that's going to factor in once they presumably make the playoffs? I mean,
0: it's absolutely going to factor in, but the but I would I would argue and say that you know we're in week seven, zero preseason games, so basically exactly. how clean is football in week three of a normal season? It, it's still pretty. You know, it's still pretty rough and, and it's still mm. pretty. That's, that's, that's the equivalent of where we're at now. That's being thrown around a lot. And I actually don't like that cliche because the way I look at it is we're you guys are all professionals, like, right. Play professionally. That's it. So, you know, I, I'm willing to give in some and take some on that argument. But bottom line is these guys are still getting to know each other. They're still getting to understand, not just, you know, there's a lot of new pieces on this team. It's not even just Brady. There's a lot of new pieces on this team. So, you know, it's going to take time for these guys to mesh. It's going to take time for these guys to work well together. And then on top of that, it's going to take time for these guys to clean up their game.
1: And that's not that's not just a Bucs issue. That is a football. That's just football. Like you said, there's no preseason. Every team isn't executing on all cylinders at this point in time. I feel like that question is better suited when we get closer to week twelve, week thirteen. Are we still having the same issues that we had in week five? If that's the case, then that's where yes, it's, it's being apparent that this this unit is undisciplined. We got we have some time and some uh, some things to uh, you know work on before that. But if that's an issue later on in the season, all right, then the flag might go up a little bit. But hey, I'm not tripping off that.
2: Yeah, agreed. Okay, okay. Staying in Tampa then, uh, and going back to booming. Uh, how big of a signing is this? And uh, are we looking at potential issues? Um, maybe not necessarily uh, on the football field, but on the virtual football field, right? It's a lot of targets now. Um, you know, Godwin coming back. Breit, Gronkowski, Evans, um, and now A.B. Uh, and I'm pretty sure I'm missing a couple. Um, so with that said... Um, is, is that going to be an issue in terms of with Tom spreading the football around? Are we going to see inconsistencies? Uh, is too much talent a bad thing?
1: I, I personally do not think so. Um, but if I was Mike Evans, I probably broke my television, um, especially if I'm playing to get my numbers up. <laughs> Definitely probably broke my television. Because, I mean, I'm, I'm not necessarily worried about, uh, is he going to have enough targets? I mean, this is Bruce Aarons we're talking about. I figured, uh, to my opinion, AB only had two options. He's either going to sign with Tampa or he's going to sign with the Seattle Seahawks because Seattle's airing it out this year with Russell, and the yeah. targets will be there regardless of who's on the field. The targets will be there because they're putting it in there. He was never going to Baltimore. That's not. They're not a pass offense like that. He AB wants his targets because, I mean, if I felt like I was best receiver in football, I think I want targets too. So um, I don't think it's going to be an issue. But for the, you know the Mike Evans of the world. He's gonna like, you know, of course, having AB on the field and maybe give him some more opportunities to be, get some more one on ones. But far as like, if we play something like fantasy stats, if I'm a Mike Evans owner, I'm hot, I'm livid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I actually disagree with you. I think, uh, okay, yeah, no, actually, actually, I think you're. This, this is Tom end.
1: Brady we're talking about. Tom plays like I'm not saying he plays favorites, but who has who has the best yeah, chemistry no, with no.
0: him? I get, I feel mm. that. Yeah, you're right, you're right. And I will say that, like, as a fantasy owner, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Mm. As Mike Evans, I'm celebrating because Mm -hmm. honestly, like, so him and Chris Godwin, we can make an argument that without A.B., there is an argument to be made that they're the best wide receiver duo in the NFL right now. For sure. They they both made the Pro Bowl last year. Mm -hmm. So arguably, you can say that both of them are in the top 10 wide receivers in the NFC minimum.
2: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And so how many teams can you say two receivers are in the top 10 in a conference? Very few, very few, but mm-hmm. it's, it's like I said, it's very arguable that you can say they're the best wide receiver duo in the league. Oh, and now they just added, the, you know, the reincarnation of Jerry Rice. So, mm, right. <laughs> so, but here's the thing. Mike Evans has pretty much, you know, he's been in the top three four or five. I I'm, I was trying to look up the stats while we were talking and I, I haven't got it there yet, but he is in the, I know he's in the top five of pretty much every major uh, wide receiver statistic since he came in the league. He doesn't need to get his numbers up. He's a stud. People know he's a stud period. What he needs is to get to the playoffs. And what he needs is a ring. So if AB provides that, and he has to lose a couple targets to get there. I am 100% sure Mike Evans is fine with that.
1: Yeah, I'm with you on that too. Logically, yeah. I feel like he should feel that way. That doesn't necessarily mean that's how he's gonna feel, but I, yeah, if it's about, <laughs> winning, I, I for sure.
0: But uh, see, Mike Evans, I don't know, man. I've been watching Mike Evans for a long time. I've been watching him since Texas A&M. At Texas AM, he was the same way. He's not the kind of guy, he's not the kind of, he's not a diva. Like he, I mean, all, 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 you know, wide receiver ones are divas. And, but he's not the guy who's going to sit there and beg for targets if you're winning. If you're losing, he's going to say, give me the ball because he feels like he's the playmaker. He's the, he's the, he's the thing to turn, turn the tables. But if you're winning, he's not, he's not the kind of guy who's going to pull drama in while you're winning. True. AB will. I feel like AB will. Let me clarify that real quick. Like if they're (laughs) winning and he doesn't feel like he's getting his targets, that's going to be a problem. But Mike Evans, no, nah, Mike Evans is chilling. Same with Chris Godwin. Mm-hmm. Both of those guys want W's more than they want catches.
1: And on that on that note, why why I said too uh, that to me the only options for AB would be here in Tampa or the Seahawks. He's got that's two very strong-willed personalities at quarterback, and I don't feel as if I'm not necessarily worried about the on-field product right now. I think they'll be fine, and I'm I'm assuming that. The leadership of Brady, or if it was another world, maybe Russell Wilson, could hone in. Um, I guess you know if we to call AB a loose cannon. I feel as if it would they were meshed fine, and I feel like they were probably doing that even in New England before you know everything went up in flames. But and I don't think there's too many other quarterbacks who probably could uh, handle the diva that comes with AB Bowman But hey, mm-hmm. man, it is what it is.
0: And, and I agree with you. I will say this about. Well, let me let me ask you this, Cliff. As a, as an AB fan, so he's going to come back. They say right now, after his COVID uh, protocol, he can sign with the team officially, and he'll be after his after his suspension, he'll be eligible to come back week nine against the Saints. So, do you got the over or the under on seven games?
1: I've been playing all seven. Yeah. I'm gonna take that over. I'm gonna take that over.
0: You gonna say he plays all seven, then plays in the playoffs?
1: Are you saying? Are we talking about like off of injury? Or Are we just saying like he's just not gonna make it? Like he's I, gonna get like released or something?
0: I'm just, I'm saying like I don't know. Maybe something happens like it has in the last two teams that he's been on. Uh,
1: from in my mind, I mean, obviously, I don't. I don't know, think it's gonna personally. be. I don't think it's gonna
0: be an injury issue. I mean, like, uh, and I mean, injuries happen. You know, it, yeah. it's it's literally a blink of an eye. So I'm not. I'm not gonna let's not let's not speak that into existence. Just we're talking about off the
1: field situations, yeah, Uh, yeah. or or something or something just something just happens, something comes up, yeah, locker room,
0: off the field, however you want to word it, that type of situation. Yeah,
1: on any other roster outside of Tampa and Seattle, I think no, it's I'm taking the under. Uh, in those two situations, I think that he is he wants a ring, I think he wants a ring. I think he wants to be a valuable piece of why they have the ring too. That and that can be a little toxic, but I think that this is because I think personally, if this doesn't happen last year, where whatever you know the whole situation and he can't stay in New England, like I like once he left that roster, New England was not winning the Super Bowl. They were no longer contenders, in my opinion. With AB on the field, I felt like they were contenders, and so yeah. and I think I, yeah, he knew that. I think, I think well, I, they, I know.
0: they were playoff contenders. I wanted to call you them. They were
1: playoff contenders, but Super Bowl you know, in A B but... and Tom Brady's mind, they were Super Bowl contenders. So and I feel as if that's why he wants to play with Tom, because at this point in his career, he's already he's got the numbers. I want the ring. And I think he's gonna do what it takes to do that. Hopefully.
2: I hope so. Yeah. yeah. No, that that makes sense. On on the field, I love it. Um off the field, obviously. I mean, history. Is what it is. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the under. Um, he's in Tampa now. Tampa's a small city. Um, AB's not a boring guy. Um, there's just, I, I don't, I don't.
1: The only thing he is, good he's from Miami. All right. So it's like, he's not far from Yeah. Home. Yeah. yeah but
2: he's, he's not. Let's, let's, yeah, let's, I, he's that's not. not always a good thing
0: either, though.
1: <laughs> yeah. But I think he's got, no, 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 that's usually a bad thing. But he's. I think he's got the right people in this corner. It's surprising, people were like backing him. Like we've seen, like Dion, and there's a lot of people like saying, like, yeah, he's ready to go. He's ready to go. I'm hoping that the two years off, he had his fun. Like let's, all right, let's. Do, it's time to work. Let's do the I business. Mean, I
0: mean, I hope, I hope you're right because I mean, like, we watched the rise. I mean, between you guys coming into really, really, really grinding, sitting down, and grinding, watching football. Like you know what I mean? Like you guys. Wrapping your head around football, like coming into the mm-hmm. age where you're like, okay, I'm playing fantasy football and I'm watching most of the games and, you know, and you guys grew kind of grew up with A.B. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like you guys, he was, he was coming in the league or was like a couple of years after you guys really started kind of grabbing football by the horns and being passionate about it. Mm-hmm. So you it's guys. And we and, you know, myself included, but we have seen the rise and the fall of Antonio Brown. Sadly. And it's I hope nothing but the best for Antonio Brown. And I hope nothing but success for him, not just because he's wearing the red and the pewter, just because, you know, I, I, I want the guy to just get it
1: together. I just want him to finish, dude. Like, his numbers are so insane. Like, I just want you to finish. Like, like don't, don't get He's an blackball, just retire. Yeah,
0: exactly. That's He's what an I want. That's receiver. all I want. He's an all-time yeah. wide receiver,
1: period. If he like, didn't play another snap, he is. But I want him to just finish. Just finish. And then walk like, away we, yourself.
0: We can make the argument that, like I said, you know, he could arguably be the second best wide receiver of all time right now.
1: His numbers are that stupid. Like yeah. it's really And crazy. then what happens Whoa. And then what
0: happens when he, if he plays another, you know, four or five years, could exactly. we, could we hand him that Jerry Rice title? I'm not Oof. willing to do that. I'm not I don't willing know, I don't to know do about that. that. Yeah. Just cause, cause I'm, not, I'm not willing to do that. I'm not willing to do that. But what I'm saying is right now, like has, if he has another five years, like his, you know, like the beginning of his career, I, that's a conversation we're going to have period.
1: And, and then what's going to happen it's is, tough. like, let's hypothetically speak. Let's say that does happen. Let's say he does have like an incredible another four year run where he's just looking ridiculous. I'm going to be so upset because of this two year hiatus. So upset. So upset. Because he just he left money on the table, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, but that dude's not hurting for money. It's just
1: no, no, no. I'm, not, me, I'm sorry, not is, money. Is, metaphorically, statistics. I mean, oh, yeah, like he yeah, just yeah. left it yeah. on the table.
0: It's his legacy. Yeah. He left his legacy behind, basically. Off those two years. But I
2: mean, you, you could say that for a lot of. I mean, even if it wasn't necessarily due to his own errors, I mean, there are a lot of different situations that could that could factor into that. You know, a lot of times people are saying, well, you know, let's put him with someone besides Big Ben, or let's put him with a mediocre quarterback, or let's, you know, like look at look at OBJ right now. You know, he's definitely hurt his legacy. He's definitely hurt his potential. He has could have been what he. Well, I'm not saying that he, he did it to himself intentionally. What I'm saying is. The situation that he's in is hurting his legacy, right? I don't disagree
0: with you, but Odell Beckham Jr. is not in the same league as AB. Like it's not yeah.
2: close. It's not. close. I'm not saying, but he's, his talent, not, but
1: his, his, his talent, talent, off the charts,
2: and it's being breeds interested. that level of potential if he were put in in the right situation. I I think more than in any sport, situation matters in 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 football more than anything.
0: Oh, absolutely.
2: Well, I mean it's it's the
0: ultimate team sport.
2: It's the ultimate
0: team sport. It's been said that it's been said for years. And so, I mean, like, if you're going to be, if we're going to be completely honest here, if AB plays for the Bucks this year and next year and just is amazing, back to his old ways, just, just just carving up defenses and just being the AB of AB of old, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If that's Mm -hmm. the case, I can, you know, me, you know, I like to play the devil's advocate here. He's played for two hall of fame quarterbacks. It's a lot easier to be a wide receiver if you play for two Hall of Fame quarterbacks.
1: Oh, well, Here we go with this. Yeah,
0: No, yeah. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm not having it. I'm not having it. But I'm, it, but I'm saying, though. But I'm saying though. you turn around, and you look at somebody like, like you said, like an OBJ, or you turn around and you look at like a Calvin DeAndre Johnson. Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins. That's a great one, too. DeAndre Hopkins is a little better situation now. And he was a little better situation with a guy that he used to have as quarterback, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, it, those are all good examples. But it, you have DeAndre Hopkins, and you have you have you have um, Big Ben throw to DeAndre Hopkins for you know seven years, and then turn around Scary. and throw him throw him again with Tom Brady. I mean, I'm just saying, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm not. It's not an argument against AB, really. I'm just saying it's you know it's almost an argument you. for these other guys.
1: Yeah, that's the that argument is definitely to keep everyone else in the race. Because then it goes. Then in my mind, it's just like, well, the guy got drafted in the sixth round. Like he wasn't supposed to be nothing like this. And, like, no, and no I agree. And and
0: and, and it, there's, you know, you can look at the you can look at the tape. There's throws that aren't Hall of Fame throws that he's bringing in and then turning into something. Sure. It's not. It's not a lack of talent on his part. And hey, you know, he's getting carried. That's not at all what we're saying. I'm mm-hmm. just saying. You know, there's there's other guys out there who are equally, I wouldn't say equally as talented, but there's other guys out there who are massively talented, and I think that's Tiago's point, that are, quote-unquote, wasting away on bad teams with quarterbacks that just can't get it done.
1: Correct. And on that note, free OBJ. Please, let him go. Sick.
2: Jarvis, free Jarvis Landry. Free him both. He said, come get me. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Put,
0: well, him the- Put him on Pittsburgh.
2: Put him on Pittsburgh. <laughs> Yeah. Well. Who?
0: Okay. Put him on Pittsburgh. Bro. Jarvis. Just make Jarvis. It. Yes. God, make it happen. I mean, that's yeah, a conference, or that's a division rival. So I don't see them. Like, why would well, you yeah, trade they, your best player never. to a division rival? Right? Like, doesn't make any sense. But like, could you imagine? And like, they have the cap
2: space. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, hmm. Or you, you really want to know? Mean, how, hey, do you really how many years know? Big Ben got though? How many years Big Ben got? I mean,
0: that dude's a—he's a beast, like. Like he takes, he's kind of like I don't want to say that he's kind of like Cam because Cam definitely just came off pretty decent injury, but Mm. like that big body keeps him from taking like even though he takes the amount of hits, like he doesn't take it the same amount of punishment. Oh, for sure, as some of the the smaller guys. So, but I will say, who what I would find an even more interesting is put him with um, the other, the other Brown over in Tennessee.
1: Oh, that'd be nice. Oh, yeah, that'd be ooh. cool. Okay.
0: Okay. AJ, AJ Brown and uh, OBJ.
2: Yeah. Okay. Be very
0: interesting. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. You, you're going to have to work Tannehill yeah, out of that, that deal. Be, but just that. Be nice. I mean, how do you load the box? How do you load the box with those two guys on the outside? How do you load it? Damn. Oof. And, and then, then the same thing. Okay. Nice. You do load the box and stop Derek Henry. And now cool. you are on one-on-ones with AJ Brown and OBJ.
2: Nasty. Yeah. Nasty. And they, okay. have the space. Okay. they have the cap space too. Well, well I I got, I got, uh, funny that you brought up Tennessee. I got, I got a couple of Tennessee uh, things to talk about um, before we wrap this. Uh, well, well, after we wrap this up, last thing I want to do before we, we leave this circle of, of Tampa. Um, I, I want to talk one last thing about the, the famous Max Kellerman um, theory of sorts that ties into whether or not we feel Tampa's on the clock and they can be successful uh, with, the cliff, right? The cliff, Tom Brady, right? Not the cliff. The cliff? It's on
0: the show. Just the cliff of like Father yeah. Time.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, Thank you for telling cliff. me that because I have no idea yeah. what he was talking about. Okay. Yeah, that that cliff, the Max. Me, Kellerman the cliff? cliff. Me? No, no. no. <laughs> I me?
1: mean, like, I like I don't listen to anything Max Kellerman says. But, go ahead.
2: <laughs> but the reason why I say that is because obviously when we take a look at, you know, they had an impressive win uh, against Green Bay, uh, but looking so far six weeks in. Um, it, it looks like these wins or losses are really predicated on, um, on what Tom Brady has always um, had his wins or losses predicated on, and, and it's pressure. Is he, are you able to pressure Tom Brady? Are you able to put him on his back? If you are, if you're successfully able to pressure him to get knockdowns and get sacks, more often than not, a Tom Brady team loses. Um, if you're able to keep him clean, more often than not, you do just fine. Um, Now, let me run some numbers here that they just brought out with the pro football focus. Obviously, we don't have the full 2020 numbers because I am paying for that subscription. But (laughs) shout out to the PFF. Hey, there you go. (laughs) But for the last five years, obviously, we look at 2015, Tom Brady's passer rating while under pressure. 2015, 97%. Really, really good. That was good enough for first, obviously, in the NFL. 2016. 84%, he was fifth in the NFL. 2017, he was 96%. That's first in the NFL. 2018, drops down to 71%. That's good for 21st in the NFL. And then in 2019, he drops down to 51%. And that was good for 33rd in the NFL. So as he's aging, this trend was starting to develop. And we saw it, you know, obviously in the playoffs with with Tennessee and it was coming, right? And it's getting worse. And it's and I want to say that it's not a trend that has gone away with Tampa. If we look at their two losses against the Saints and against the Bears, the pressure against Tom Brady was monumental. I mean, we're talking about multiple pressures. Uh, this Bears game, Khalil Mack had six pressures and two sacks. Uh, Robert Quinn had five pressures uh, on 28 pass rushes. He was pressured on 44, 45% of his dropbacks. Obviously, we know the result. But if we take a look at this Green Bay game, he was under pressure on just five. Five of his dropbacks. Right? And obviously, we see what happened. So, my question to you guys is,
1: <clears throat>
2: knowing the NFC, knowing that there are teams with some formidable pass rushes, um, you know, I, I think about, you know, the Rams. Obviously, we saw what the Bears could do. It, it, is, is this an issue that's going to come back to bite Tampa? Is it going to come back to you can't keep Tom safe? And if you can't keep Tom safe, it's, 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 oh, it doesn't matter who you signed at wide receiver. I mean, what, what do you guys think? Just going off of
1: today, let's look at the teams that's at the top of the NFC. Uh, what Seattle is up there. They're undefeated currently. Uh, they mm-hmm. might have the worst pass rush in football. Um, Anomaly. They've, they've changed their philosophy, though. Yeah, but it doesn't. It doesn't excuse the talent. They don't have pass rushers. That's just not what they do. Um, the Saints. I mean, are we really scared of the Saints this year? Honestly, um, they have a great D line, which is why the pressures were there. The Chicago Bears have a fantastic defense, like they usually do. But are we really scared of the Bears? Like, yeah, they did get pressure on Tom, but was it you know a convincing win? Um, I mean, most of the teams that are at the top of the NFC right now, I mean, they just played the Packers, who's also a really good team. They don't have the greatest pass rush. They have the talent, but their pass rush wasn't that great. That mm-hmm. they, they just got beat. They just got out. They were just got—they were—they just little boyed them, bro. They were physical. They lost in the trenches. It, it happens.
2: Mm-hmm. So, and that well, happened let me ask last year so, so the in, a, in a couple team. of weeks, if they play the Rams and they lose, what does that say? That
1: Aaron Donald is the, the best football player on the planet. Maybe no. That's not a maybe. That's not a maybe. <laughs> like you know, no. He he
2: very well might be. But what I'm saying is, is that enough? Because if you're in the NFC playoffs, all you need is the right matchup. All and- right. So let me let me break both y'all's hearts because I'm going to just
0: throw Tiago's whole idea out the way. So right now, we're talking about is Tom Brady good enough to lead the offense for a Super Bowl winning Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Yeah.
1: Well,
2: I already know the, that, but is I'm that, not, the, is that the, he's talking is about that, pass well, rush? He's talking about the if you're no, no. That's not the question. What I'm saying is, is can you protect Tom Brady long enough well, to I, not be a liability?
0: So, so here's the thing: where are the where? So we're we're week what week seven? Week seven. Mm-hmm. We're about to start week seven. So we're six games deep, and the Bucks are 19th in total offense.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: 19th, bottom half of the league. So, you know what that tells me? Not no. sure. Tom Brady hasn't be been winning. Tom Brady <laughs> hasn't been winning them games anyway. He hasn't been. Now, I will say he hasn't been losing them Oof. games. Okay. Okay.
2: Interesting take.
0: No, it's absolutely an interesting take. But I want you to so understand. Yards per game allowed first Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. The amount of sacks. The defense has gotten tied for second, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The turnover differential. The leader in the league is plus six in turnover differential. The Bucks are plus four. Tied for third.
2: Mm. So defense, what you're saying is if they win, it's it's on defense. It's gonna be the defense that takes them there.
0: It needs so right now, this is a beautiful thing about where we're at in Tom Brady's career, where we're at. So here's the thing on the Patriots, last year, year before last. And I don't like using last year as a as a state as a benchmark because we talked about this when we started this podcast. Tom Brady had no but no weapons last year. So yeah, him under pressure, he's throwing the ball in the dirt. Like he's not completing passes. He's not making making those clutch plays that we all know Tom Brady would make.
1: He's under pressure because no one's open. <laughs>
0: Because, because his guy, because we're out there it playing coverage sack. The three right, of us are right. playing wide receiver for him,
2: and, and no, no, I, I, and that was in, in the, New England. Major. But yeah. I'm saying that trend is still the same, even in Tampa. Oh, and and he I'm, has people to throw to, and right? I agree. So but let's—that's why I'm asking. Well, what's the, you know? But here's the thing: he doesn't need to
0: win games here. He just needs to not lose games here. What was the first touchdown scored in this the, in the Green Bay game? It was 10-0 at the end of the first quarter. All of a sudden, pick six. On Aaron Rodgers, pick six on Aaron Rodgers,
2: and all of a sudden the wheels fell off the bus. True, true. So and it was a good deep. Now, to be fair, that's an uncharacteristic game of Aaron Rodgers. I mean, th- his that was his first pick in in six weeks of football. Actually, his only two picks were in that Bucks game. I don't think Aaron Rodgers he had is going to play picks. like that
0: again. But yeah, he had two picks, so you can't call no, it a fluke. No, it's true. It's true. You get, you get uh, well, you have I, I to guess give what the I, defense the respect that they played very well against a
2: very good quarterback. And that's true. And I'm not and I'm not trying to disrespect the Bucks' defense because I think it's one of the best in the league, obviously. But looking at what Aaron Rodgers has, looking at the scenarios of what happened, if it's not Devontae Adams and that's his only target, realistically, he, he's not he's not working with much. I mean, the fact that they even had the record that they have is kind of miraculous. I mean, last time um, I checked, he's got a Pro Bowl running back and Pro Bowl wide receiver and he's a future Hall of Famer okay I, I get that but then you look at the stacked nonsense that you have on the other side right I mean all I'm saying is what he's working with and then his left tackle got hurt it's, it's there's there's a lot to take into consideration again oh, there, there they they lost is. they got spanked it is what it is but all I'm saying is in terms of with Tampa especially when it comes to the playoffs if it if it comes down to one factor i I think that's going to be it I mean i I just I think that that's going to be it, no matter how good the defense is. It, it, and to to Cliff's point, when he was talking about Seattle, right? Seattle's not winning off their defense, right? They're simply saying, we have arguably the best quarterback in the league. Arguably, arguably, arguably. And we're going to have to fact check that yet. with me.
1: I'm with you. What's up?
2: But I call him the second
0: best. I call him the second best, but definitely, it's, it's definitely an argument. Like, it's definitely an argument.
2: But, right, right, for sure. But that's their philosophy, right? We're just gonna score right. more points than you.
0: And and sure. And what wins championships?
2: I mean, last we've last we've seen is defense. You know, the only time last, we we saw we've, that seen. Was, last well, we've seen. Well, last we've seen. Last we've seen is... you let me is, know when
0: it's not
2: the defense winning championships. <laughs> well, that was in 2018 when, when the Patriots did it. Patriots were a great defense that year. Wait, did the Chiefs defense no, won the Super Bowl? No. Uh-uh. Yeah, and, and the, yeah, did the Chiefs defense. Oh, actually, the yeah, no, they did so. so the Chiefs the, did it. Oh, definitely did not. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. yeah. So, no, that's so. true. So I guess not, the trend. But I'm not saying I'm, that's an anomaly. No, 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 no,
1: it's an anomaly. No, 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 no. I'm not no, saying. No,
0: no, no. It's not even an anomaly. You're talking what? about. You're talking about. Okay, all right, all right. Patriots. Guys, we're getting wild right now. We're getting wild. Well, the Patriots did it in 2018. The Chiefs defense wasn't obviously their 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 flagship. wasn't their defense, but their defense was great. Like they had a top 10 defense in the league. Did I don't know? Yeah, they added Tyron Matthews. Yes, they great. had a top 10, 10 it, defense. Last year? I yes. didn't think it was top 10. Exactly, top because 10. they had the I number one offense. Up. It was all firepower. All you saw was
1: firepower. But you were also- talking about the actual Super Bowl. I'm not talking about the season. I was talking about the Super no, Bowl. No, but it, well, how what do you get, you get to the Super Bowl? How do you get to no, the Super had, Bowl? I'm talking about the actual game, not. All this other stuff I'm no. talking about The Super Bowl game Was won because of Patrick Mahomes and the uh, Absolutely Absolutely Okay but That's all I was saying
0: Yeah yeah No no you're right You're right But that's one game And it's, it takes a lot It takes what 22 21 games to get to the Super Bowl So yeah, that's what I'm talking about Like you don't win games Just off being able to score 50 points If you allow 54 points thanks. Period So that's
1: the Cowboys <laughs> <thanks>. <laughs>
0: Dak Prescott still these Canadian <laughs> passing yards. I want you guys to realize that. That's why. Yeah, way. that's. Um, but like, I'm not saying that their defense was a great defense. It was good enough that the offense could just shine. And that's all they needed. They didn't. They knew they were going to put up, you know, 40 points a game. They just needed them to score or the other team to score less than 40. Mm-hmm. And that's the way they played the game. They played a very bend, don't break defense. So they gave up a ton of yards. They gave up, but they didn't give up a ton of points. But if you look okay. at you know, let's look at Mike, Vra- or, yeah, look at look at Vrabel's uh, you know play against the Ravens and you know in the Titans, and the way they played against the Ravens and the way they just get dismantled by Kansas City.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: like you can't say it's not the defense because if it wasn't the defense, they would have never had the ball because they would just the Titans would just ran it down their throats. So, true, true. All I'm But saying then you have a one of
2: one generational talent, Patrick Mahomes. You know, I, oh, Derek Henry's not a one of one generational talent at running back. No, you see no, what no. I'm saying? He like, is. Yeah. He is. No, he is. He is.
0: Yeah. No, I, I hear you. I hear you. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm not. T- I'm not taking away anything from Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes is, in my opinion, the best quarterback in the league. But. Defense. Arguably. argument. No. Yeah, yeah. No, it <laughs> is. It is arguable. It, it, that's, I said it, it in, is tough. Though. In my opinion, really in my yeah. opinion, he's one. Russell Wilson is two, and it's close. It, it could be interesting. And the gap between those two, tough. the gap between those two and three, is large.
2: Right, right.
0: But when it comes down to it, like I said, we talk about all this firepower that the Bucks have on offense, and it's not the offense that's winning them games. Like it's not. They scored 38 points last week and you're like, oh man, the offense had a great, the defense scored seven and then took the ball away and got him on, on a short field. Like Tom Brady mm-hmm. threw for 250 yards last week and scored 38 points.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That that's true. That's not facts. uh this is facts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's
0: what I'm saying. Like,
2: It's not it's not the greatest showing from uh, the Green Bay Packers. It, yeah, it, it just, not, but it doesn't. Not their finest moment.
0: You don't need it to be. That's what I'm saying. Tom Brady doesn't need to go out there. If he, if Tom Brady throws for 400 yards, we'd probably lose the game.
2: Hmm. Because okay. that's
0: not, because that means we're in a shootout. Right, right. And it's just, you know, we probably lose the game. And that's, that's kind of how the Saints week one kind of felt, right? Like, it kind of felt like it started becoming a shootout, and it's just like, we couldn't get – it. Now it was yeah. week one, and, you know, Tom's on a new team. Da, 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 but mm. that's, to me, like, we're a defensive team.
2: Okay. that That's true. That's fair. That's fair. And, again, yeah, there was a lot of pre- – I just feel like regular season-wise, and obviously right now, they're going to be fine. But just come to the playoffs, I just – I don't know, you know. I, I, mean, I really don't know. Because get, then it's going to be like you need Tom – if it gets that crunch time to the playoffs, you need Tom Brady to win you that game.
0: But I mean, he's thing. done it before. Okay, so Tom's Can you getting do it pressured? Again? Tom's getting pressured. You're telling me that all of a sudden we don't pop in Leonard Fournette and just like eh, go run for 100 yards.
1: I mean, well, how do you beat a good, great D line? Quick passes. I mean, you're about to have one of the best. I mean, I'm just is there's there's solutions to this problem. Yes, I,
0: hear you. I hear you.
1: There's there's I, a lot and, of solutions.
0: And, to this and, and, and Tiago, like you're not wrong at all. Like you're not. I want to make that very clear. Like th- like I'm disagreeing with you, and it sounds like Cliff is also disagreeing with you, but it's not. On you're like your concerns are not unwarranted whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Like to me, I'm saying that the the data that you're bringing up isn't as relevant because our defense is gonna make up the, the is making up right now the difference.
2: And that's a fair point. That's but it's something time, that was missing in New England. But at the same
0: sure. time, you tell me why you know we know how the Atlanta Super Bowl win against the Patriots, how it ended, but why were they up 28 to three to begin with? Because they were yeah, getting pressure.
1: Pick, yeah. yeah. Pick six, pressure. Yep.
2: Right. They're, they're, they're,
0: the pressure and the defense forced. I mean, we talk about, oh my God, it's so amazing they came back. But at the same time, it's like Tom Brady, that first half of football, like he did not Dude. look like a Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah. It,
2: yeah, it was period.
0: Bad. So bad. I don't disagree with you whatsoever. I'm just saying, I think this is the best defense that he's ever, ever had on his team, including last year.
2: Okay. All right. Fair point. I I, I like it. I like it. Fair point. I guess we will have to see, I think, uh, what they play the Raiders coming up. Um, Man, this season's going to be really, really interesting for Tampa uh, as we move on. Um, But yeah, I think that's, that's a wrap for uh, the NFL in terms of what we're talking about. Actually, one last point before we transition, because I know Cliff has an NBA point he wants to talk about. But just a quick fire rapid question. Derrick Henry, the Titans, Chris Johnson. Put it out the other day. Are the, do the Titans no. not have? I mean, why was that so hot? Why was no. that so? Hot? I don't no. understand. Derrick Henry is a one-on-one generational talent. Chris Johnson out here. I mean, any jo- I mean, I. I just. I. I'm gonna I say couldn't this. think of a better I, backfield. And eh,
0: hold, on, hold on, franchise-wise, all I'm going to say is this. And franchise-wise,
2: eh, whatever. Like I don't, franchise-wise, whatever. it's whatever. not like is he the greatest? Well, I'm just saying franchise-wise, right? Whatever.
0: I mean, you'd I say Eric Dickerson, uh, Marshall Falk. Those are two Rams. Nah. Uh, okay. I, I mean, like, I mean, that's
1: just like off the top. Like, I mean, are we really I literally doing just, this? Are we really doing this? Just like threw that out there. Like, I
0: didn't even know. Like, I was. I mean like, I mean, like, did the, the, did, the yeah. did the
1: Raiders just not exist? Like, I, what are we doing here? No.
0: Yeah. Exactly. No. no yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, eh. but I will say this. As of right now, I can't remember a running back. True, bell Cal running back, better than Derrick Henry. Like, he I mean, like, good. yeah, yeah, C Mac, Mac's a great overall player who plays the running back position. But you're talking about a guy that you can hand the ball 30. Like, we talked about this last year in the playoffs.
2: Yeah. When you think running back, you think Derrick Henry. Derrick right? That's Henry, what pops into your head. Derrick Henry is a
0: stud, Oof. dude. Like, I can't, I Oof. cannot overstate that. Like, you hand that ball, you hand the ball to him 30 times a game, and you're probably winning, period.
2: That's nasty. You don't believe me? Just ask Josh Norman. Yeah,
0: and yeah, facts. <laughs> and, on, and on top of that, he's not getting injured. He's getting thirty to thirty-five touches a game, and he's not getting injured, and he's doing it every single
2: week. You see his workout routine. Yeah, God, that boy ain't getting injured. Yeah,
0: you see this. That, that dude is.
1: That dude is a massive. That's a massive. That's a
2: massive, yes, that's man. A massive human being.
0: <laughs> the fact <laughs> that he almost hit twenty-two miles an hour on the ninety-four yard run last week and the, like they they say he's like 237 there's no way he's less than 245 Wild. there's no way he's less than 245 64 245 runs almost 22 miles an hour it's a beast no thanks i don't oh, want yeah. any part of that mess
2: he almost as fast as daniel jones <laughs>
0: oh daniel jones
2: until yeah, he gets but, until uh, he gets to the 20 yard line <laughs> yeah, then it's all then it's all over and it's all over. All right. Well, good deal. Plenty of more NFL to talk about in the next coming week. But right now, we're going to flip it real, on, quick. real
0: quick. Hold on, real quick. Oh, oh. Because we missed something last week. You know, I was hosting last week and I kind of messed up. I said we would talk <laughs> about something. And I want to make no, sure we, we don't talk about, about this that this week. No, we can't talk about, about that next week. week. We got we to talk sure.
2: about it next week. There's no time for that this <laughs> week. I know what you want to talk about.
0: <laughs> I just need you here to say it one time.
2: I ain't going to say it. Tiago, say it. I ain't going to say it. Josh Allen. I ain't going to say it. He's nice. I'll I'll never say. Look, dude, it, <laughs> if you type in Josh Allen on Google, I kid you not, one of the su- suggested searches is going to be, "Is Josh Allen good?" <laughs> like that's that's a suggested search. all right? I'm not oh the God. only person who questions this man's professional career. Now the Bills are the Bills are a good team this year. The Bills are doing well. Plenty of more football to see, but I'm mm-hmm. not ready to concede. We're going we're to come back, man. We're going to come back week ten. If Josh Allen top five, Ryan Tannehill top five.
1: Oh, my. Okay. Chill. All right. Yeah. Anyways. (laughs) We'll get into that. We'll get into that.
2: That might be a whole show. All right. Yeah, that is a whole show. We're going to have to talk about that. All right. Well, it's time to flip the script. Let's talk some NBA. All right, Cliff, drop it for me. What you got?
1: All right. So, uh, I just wanted to point out something that I've been seeing on social media. The, uh... John Wall, I've been seeing John Wall a lot and a lot of Kevin Durant. Uh, of course, we know they both tore their Achilles uh, last season. think John Wall even the year before, actually. Um, just like kind of seeing their rehab and their process and looking at them right now, they both look fantastic. But the point I wanted to bring up is that I think um, a couple of years ago, maybe like five or six, maybe even seven years ago, we would see people tear their ACL and we would have that thought process. Like, dang, man, he tore his ACL. Like, jeez, that sucks going to be out for a year like we don't know if he'll ever get back and for a long period of time like you never you see that that acl thing like man you just cringe like dang bro he might be finished and i'm thinking i'm thinking like you know with modern medicine the acl injury is almost like just norm now Like people tell their acl all the time you're like all right we'll see him next year he'll probably be fine more than likely he is maybe even better and i'm thinking now we're seeing the frequency of the achilles injury kind of popping up a little bit more Thinking that I'm thinking the same thing right now. I've I've seen John Wall, and he looked fantastic. Like he looked really good. Um, probably not in game shape yet. He's probably usually a little more cut up, but he looked explosive. He looked like John Wall. Um, Kevin Durant looks like Kevin Durant. And I think the more that this injury keeps happening, I mean, we just seen Brianna Stewart and WNBA get another ring after tearing her Achilles too. Um, I'm thinking that you know these injuries that we're thinking are career enders. Uh it might but, be by but the way. Every a time bit. though,
2: but every time that's happened, those players have adjusted their game. So if you For look sure. at Derek Rose For doing sure. what he did, he didn't come back. I mean, he's still explosive, don't get me wrong, but he became a much better shooter. Exactly. Uh you know, Chris we're, Paul we're, was already a good shooter. He came back and became a lethal shooter. Well, Chris um, Paul didn't tear his Achilles. No, no, he tore his ACL, didn't he? No. Chris Paul? No. Yeah. What? what what, what did he yeah.
1: No man, <laughs> he
2: said. No man. MCL. It was something like that. Chris Paul's Chris Paul knee is fine.
1: <laughs> he has a well, hamstring he, what, problem.
2: No, no. He's no old. He. No, I'm talking <laughs> about back in. No, no. I'm talking about in the Hornets days. I'm I'm fairly certain he didn't tears ACL. But we'll fact check this later. I'm certain he did. I'm certain he did. I but, to your, but to your, but it your was, point, it was, you're right. Their
1: games do but change. But they changed, but.
2: and I saw the and I saw the footage, and John Wall was shooting a lot. He was shooting a lot. Yeah. Um. and, and, and the jumper looked good. I'm not saying it didn't. But I'm just saying these guys team, seem to change their game, and, and I well, as look professionals, with,
1: Usually, once you cross that you know that thirty mark, you've been in the league for about seven eight years. Your game should be changing.
2: You I should be adding to the bag. I don't uh, know that KD is going to come back with that level of explosion per se. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't think of KD
1: as an explosive athlete. Yeah. I don't,
2: really? Uh, yeah. No. I, don't know. I mean, like,
0: no. Not not at at don't get me wrong. Like, he's got. But the good, way he gets to the cut, he's, he's the got fact a great, that he can he might got have a good great, first step. Yeah, he's got a great first step. But I don't see him. He's not like
1: a. You, you think of? I think of explosion. I'm thinking of Russell Westbrook. I'm thinking of Derrick Rose. I'm thinking of uh, John Wall before. Yeah. Yeah. That's explosion. No, no, I, I
2: hear you, but I, I. Well, I. I think we don't think about KD in that way because of his his length and the way that he looks physically as a specimen. But it, it, if you see him with his first step, his side to side, and his ability to get to like he gets to the cup like I a mean guard. like he
0: like you said like he's I explosive. Think- I th- I I don't say he's not explosive but I just don't think his game is built around his explosiveness. Like I said, it's like he's really good at his he's got a great first step. So his side to side, his hezies, like all of his moves are built off of his first step and then him being longer than he used so he can get around. So his first step, like his first stride is usually super long and he's pushing the ball to his back hip and then rolling it to his forward hip. So, that way, he can get basically around the defender. And then, at that point, what are you going to do? How do you get around that guy that big, that long? Who can move like that? So, mm, yeah. I think no, he does you, have you a don't. great first yeah. step, yeah. but I don't
2: yeah. want to call it necessarily like...
0: I, I don't know.
2: Like, we're talking I, about explosion. I just, I just think OKC days, and when he's taking that first step and he's getting around guys, he wasn't just pulling up. Like, he was, he was getting contact at the rim. He was... Dunkin' it, he was, you know, and don't get me Wait, wrong, he still has that I mean, lethal shot. Was he, was yeah, he
1: acting he, like that in Golden State? No,
2: not really. Yeah, but that was Golden State. He's now in a different scenario with the Nets where yeah, I'm but expecting like, KD to be the No, I'm talking about his game, man. though. I'm just talking about for,
0: his game. Though. Yeah, but for guys that size. Yeah. Like, like Let's talk about explosive guys that size. There's one that just won the MVP. I don't view uh, his game. Now, I'm not saying yeah. that him and KD are equal. I'm just saying, like, mm. Giannis is a seven-footer who's explosive. KD and Giannis don't do the same things. Like, KD can't
2: get to the rack like Giannis can, period. No, no. Giannis is explosive like a forward. Like, KD is a forward who's explosive like a guard. Like, that's wild.
0: Okay. You know, no, no. You you know know what? I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that description. Because what you're saying is basically his ability to get around a defender from the perimeter. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm okay
1: with that description.
0: But But But
1: still, in my eyes, I'm not worried about that at all. Yeah.
0: But he'd be Mm -hmm. fine. Yeah, he'd be. Yeah, no, I mean, like, John Fruitt. You're, you're talking ahead. about like how he actually tore his Achilles going side to side,
2: yeah, all, you know, trying right. to get
0: around somebody on the on the perimeter. And like I like I said, I see, I can understand your argument, and I'm not going to say you're wrong at all. I just don't like. I don't know. No, I don't see it that way because he's just not known for being like a high flyer. Like he's not known for yeah. his quote unquote athleticism. He's known for yeah, his kind of fitness. basketball acumen.
2: Yes, yeah, fair.
1: And for someone on the opposite side of the spectrum, real quick, for the, the whole point of that being the whole opposite side of the spectrum, the reason why I'm bringing up them too, not just because they both tore their Achilles, but because in my eyes their playstyles are so different. The fact that they look good, that's the whole point of uh, maybe the Achilles isn't you know the backbreaker that we thought it was. Maybe modern mm-hmm. medicine is, is improving, as it probably is. So that oh, should that's be that's, that should be a good that's feeling for every NBA, football, soccer, whatever fan that maybe fair this point. this 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 injury isn't um. The end all be
2: all anymore. Yes, technology's out of this world. Okay, well, well, we'll just we'll just end it here real quick. Just rapid fire. Wizards, they making the playoffs? Yes or no? Cliff, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got if Tony. Keep,
1: the <laughs> if they keep Bradley Beal, yes. Okay. So Tony,
2: no, no, no. Wizards playoffs hopes next year? No, no. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, I think they do. I think they do. ever.
0: Uh, I think the, Cliff is the same guy who said that the uh, who was right about the. Uh, Sons. He was right about Phoenix. He was, was right wild. about the sun. Hold on, time out. He was right <laughs> about the Suns, and then equally wrong because he said they'd make the playoffs. They'd slide in the
1: playoffs. Yeah, that's so. true. I mean, that wasn't I mean, their fault. But whatever.
2: I mean, it was we're their saying, fault that they sucked
0: the whole first half of the season. Like, what are you talking? Look, about?
1: Shout it's out. Not their shout fault. out. They don't make the playoffs. Shout out D Book. Shout out Monty Williams. Y'all did y'all think? Well,
2: we'll, we'll pick this up next week. Eight game uh, winning streak. Congratulations. <laughs> So Thank you guys so much. Crazy. <laughs> uh, as always, for listening to us, Blab About Sports. We'll be back next week, per usual. Uh, got a whole lot more coming for you. This has been Triple Overtime. Make sure y'all hit us up on Instagram and Twitter. Peace. Peace. Peace.